Right, welcome to the latest Progress with Unity podcast. We're out on location this evening as we're at the DW Stadium uh, ahead of Athletics Clash with Scunthorpe United. We've got a couple of new voices joining us. We've got Andy. How are you doing, Andy? I'm doing well, very well, thank you. Yeah, that's not a Wigan accent, is it? No, I'm from Bournemouth originally. But <laughs> Funny you should say that. Right, go on. Live in Bista. Live in Bista, yeah. yeah. And, and I've seen you around the internet, you're known as Russia Latic. That's right, yeah, I lived in Russia for a couple of years and then start. well, I was on the forums then, uh, originally Cockney Latic and then Wiganer. Oh, yeah. And then nowadays Vital. Oh, Vital. Strasbourg. Strasbourg. Carousel. Oh, here we go. Very good, very good. Yeah, and, and we've got Ray. Are you Ray? You uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you for inviting me. No problem, <laughs> or no problem. And we've got Rob and Dan and. Uh, good evening. Good evening. And myself, Barry, of course. Uh, I'll, I'll worry you before the, uh, we play Scunthorpe. There'll be a little uh, mention of the Scunthorpe game later on, but worry you before the Scunthorpe game. We're still waiting for our first win of the season. How are we feeling? Not confidence, put it that way. <laughs> about, about the season, I mean. About the season? Yeah, yeah, not about tonight. Well, slightly apathetic, if I'm honest, Barry. <laughs> apathetic, okay. That was last season's. Uh, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's a bit of hangover from last season. Yeah. No, seriously, though. I think overall we're going to do okay, and okay means mid table for me right. this season. Okay. I'm gonna to come to you last Rob. Yeah. <laughs> well. uh, and uh, I mean I think you was at Coventry weren't you? Yeah, I saw we you at went Coventry. To Coventry. Um, yeah. I think we need to be patient. I think it's uh, it's early days. I think there's a lot of panic around the place already, um, which is a bit of a worry. And I think the worry is the crowd getting on the players' backs and putting too much pressure on. So I think we just need to be patient and see the first sort of six games or so as just a settling in period. Yeah. Do you think the crowd getting on people's backs was a bit of a problem last year because we were hearing the booze as early as like 10 games in, maybe even early. I heard the booze uh, last Tuesday night. Yeah, I heard it. I mean last season. Uh, this season. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that was a problem, yeah. I think it was a problem. I think it's similar because the expectation last season was right from the start that we were going to blitz the league or something and it didn't work out that way. And then this season I think it's the same. Do you think the club could perhaps do something about that and lower the expectations a little bit because I know Sharpie's come out and said we're going we're gonna to win it this season we're going to get top two yeah, but does he really think that? Did he not say that as a fan? Did he not say it? I mean I know people who, who said I wish I said that I wish it had been but I don't I want him to say let's let's kick ass let's let's do it let's, let's steamroll everybody yeah. whether we are going to do it or not why not be positive? I think someone on Vital said that if he'd have come out and said um, looking for mid-table or something like that, that, then it would have just gone down the other way. It of course it would. Have been yeah. Yeah. They've yeah. got to get a re reality check, haven't they? I mean, they're looking back at the Premier. Uh, the supporters? Yeah, the supporters. Mm. This is a small club. It's a feeder club for the Premier or the bigger clubs. And they bring young lads in, don't they? And they just... These young lads need to stay. This is what I'm worth. I'm worth a lot. And put themselves on the fucking market yeah. and play well, but I think the instill the manager is instilling like steadiness, isn't he? By the looks of the games, I just want him to just like what what's the word? Have a go. Have a go. Yeah, have a go. Yeah, just go at him. Just yeah. go at him. Two up front. Let's, let's yeah. counter attack. And when you see that chance, just go for it. They all just seem to hold back, don't they? And just, oh, I'm looking at the manager. Am I doing the right thing? Do you thing? not think that'll come, though, as, as, as the games progress? Do you know what I'm saying? He said that in his programme, hasn't he? Yeah. He said that in his programme. 
Rob? Yeah, um, going back to, what was your original question? I forgot what it was. <laughs> oh yeah, about this season. Yeah, yeah, I'll go back to my original prediction. I, I said mid-table. It was always going to be a struggle early on. We made 13 out of 14, made the debuts at Coventry. There's always going to be a, a time period where they need to settle in as players. And a lot of, uh, so, let's say, younger fans are, are getting on the team's back already, as we at the end of the Berry game, which I thought was a decent enough performance. There was a lot of positives in that game. I went away from that game thinking, yeah, I enjoyed it. You know what I mean? I enjoyed the performance. I didn't enjoy the result. No one likes losing. But to get on the back of the team so early on, and you see so, some of the rubbish you see on the likes, you know, forums and Twitter gosh, yeah. and, and the like you yeah. know what I mean it's, it's it's a disgrace really and they've got to show some patience as it's been said I forgot your name sorry yeah he's saying but we are a feeder club we're a small club we're, we're a feeder club for Premier League teams and people do need a, re a reality check in that respect and they've got to remember where we've come from originally but Sharp's comments was always going to put pressure on with saying we're going to win the league 100 points but he has said it as a fan but you've got to look at it, is it from a chairman's perspective, how much pressure that puts on at Colwell, an inexperienced manager. And I said, I said at the time that, that it, it will come back to bite him on the arse in is, a lot of ways. He's had a big yeah. shake-up as well, hasn't he? He's had, is it eight new players, all young? Maybe even more. Maybe more. Yeah, I think I mean, it was twelve. On that program last week, I only noticed two players. Barnett, I forget the other but one. But Barnett and McCann were the, the only two from last season. So everybody tell, can't say from, but we should drop down the division and go no. straight back up. We don't know what we're getting. But, I mean, one of the excuses that people make for these fans who are mourning and whinging, and, uh, well, I think people mourn and whinge, you know, just as, uh, as a matter of course, and I mourn and whinge about the mourn and whingers, so it's like a vicious circle, <laughs> yeah. in a way. Yeah. But, but one of the excuses they make is that we've been successful since two, you know, for the last 14, 15 years. Oh, yeah. But we've not. We've not. Think about it. We haven't been successful at all. In relative terms, we, though, well, in the Premier yeah. League, even though we struggle in the Premier League, but we've, we've, had, we've had two promotions, and we had one good season in the Championship. Apart from that... I mean, we only had a cup win. Well, we had a... Oh, yeah. <laughs> we won the FA Cup. All right, we won the FA Cup. Yeah. But... But Depending we got relegated well. that season, which negated that, some people would say. And our, our best finish was 10th in the Premier League. Mm -hmm. The rest of the seasons were a struggle. Now, if, if people are gauging a struggling season in the Premier League as success, then, you know, for uh, for deuce to them. Yeah. But, to, you know, the excuse that they're used to watching a winning side in Wigan when, when they're 15, 16, 17 year old is total nonsense because they've not been watching yeah. a winning side That's in true. Wigan. Uh, that's my second. So yeah. I just think there's just a bunch of mourners and whinges, and it doesn't matter. Mm, I'm, it doesn't I'm not matter. sure about that, Barry, because coming up, coming up through the leagues, we did have to win quite a few games, didn't we? Well, we had two seasons, didn't we? We, we had Jules' second season in charge, where we stormed the league. It, it turned it round when we signed Ellington uh, just before the transfer deadline in March the season before, mm -hmm. because we were struggling up until then. And Whelan said, if, if we're not top by the following Christmas, he's out the door. Right. And we were top, and we, and we stormed it. The second season, we just. Uh, missed out on the players, we finished seventh. I would count that as a good season. Yeah, that yeah. was a fantastic season. The next season we finished second, we were the best team in the league by a mile, yes. which was another. The season after we were in the Premier League, we finished tenth and got to the Carling Cup final. Mm -hmm. Fantastic success, I thought. But then it was struggle, struggle, struggle. We had a little blip with Bruce, and uh, where we did okay, and a little blip with Martinez, where we did okay. 
Yeah, but by that token, Barry, you're saying if we're not winning the Premier League, then that's no, not no, success. no, no. What I'm saying is I don't understand where they're coming from with the, the fact that the, that they expect us to win every game. That's that's what I don't understand. Yeah. There's, the, the, the idea of, of setting your stall out to support the club and say, you know, this is what our gauge success has. But what is that gauge? What are they saying? What what should we? What are they expecting to happen? I'm not quite sure. Could it have been the quality of football on offer? Have we seen a better standard of football? And that's what they used to. Even though we was losing games, or we wasn't, you know, it's like you say, finishing 16, 17, that the quality of football on offer was still quite a bit well, different to what we've seen. Of Martinez's right? four seasons here, three and a half of them, they used to get booed off the yeah, pitch. True, true. Yeah, so again, it. yeah. it's yeah. falling on its ass. Yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. I think it some, is. Of, some of it is it's based around style work because you get people who post on the forums who sort of love the kind of total football and then you get other people who absolutely hate it. So I think some of it is is the kind of it changes from manager to manager, the people who are getting on the team's back a little bit. Yeah. I think now we're kind of back to the people who were against Martinez in those in yeah. those days. So I, I, I hated Malky McCarr's style. It, it was anti-football and it, it, I hated it. Uh, even though there was, I thought it could have been a little bit quicker around certain areas, and, and you know, it, it wasn't absolutely 100% perfect. But like people, some people, well, I don't think anybody like Malky McCarr's style, does it? It comes to them. Go, Dan, Dan, no, no, oh yeah. Didn't we win more games than Roslo that season, though? Huh? It was eight the McCarr door early, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, did Mackay win more, more games, games than Rosler last season? How many games did Mackay win? Something like four or five, oh, wasn't it? Did he? And Rosler was... He won, he won at Leeds and he won at Reading. And Rotherham. Brighton. here. That was Colwell, that. He won, oh, he won three games. Yeah, yeah. You're right. He won yeah. three games. And did Rosler win? Rosler won... Derby. And he beats Blackpool, Blackpool here. And I was about to say, yeah. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? three games apiece. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. a draw. It's a draw. So, so uh, we should have never got rid of Rosler. We should never. Got <laughs> oh, you won't believe how many people have been saying. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Anyway, uh, moving on. Let's move on from that. Uh, there's been news this week that we're trying to sign uh, Junior uh, Francisco Junior on a, a more uh, lengthy deal than what, what he's already on. I mean, he's, he's coming to the, towards the end of his month's loan now. So we, we said we're talking to Everton. We've been talking to them since the start. Not mentioning the John Joe Kenneth, so I don't know if, if we're looking to keep him or not. But uh, definitely Junior. What have you seen in him? What have you seen in him, Dan? I think he's been one of the standout players so far. We saw on Saturday. I, I know we're going to get on to Saturday, but he was one of the busiest players on and off the ball. I thought. Yeah. Andy, you saw him at Coventry. I saw him at Coventry. I thought, actually, he reminded me of Palacios the first time oh. when Palacios signed. Good call. Because he played um, not necessarily in the centre. He played, uh, Blue, Bruce was playing him out left and out right, and he just looked technically a, a class above, and I yeah. thought that's Junior was like that. Ray, you saw him on uh, Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Yeah, his turn, superb. Yeah. Well, I don't understand. Fifty-five minutes to take him off. Both games. Uh, both so games. Is that in a clause? I mean, I, I, that I, a clause he's well, got? I, I suggested this today, and I, I, you know, like I said, I think people have said no. They don't put clauses in like that. I, I don't know if they do, or they don't. Fitness issues. Yeah. He looks a fit young man. To I, I, me. It does to me, I, I, but yeah. it's, uh, it's something you can pick from. Because, like I say, he did. Like it's been said. It, He's looked pretty good in the yeah. what we've seen of him, and I think he is heading the shoulders te technical ability-wise. 
he does look head and shoulders above any, anyone else in, in our squad. Yeah, and he, he's not mourned though when he's gone off, has he? He's not like throwing his arms down, he's just gone off and shook hands and mm. had a smile on his face. I think if he's trying to make an impression somewhere, yeah. I don't think you can. I know Nick Powell didn't do that <laughs> when he was here, but <laughs> I think, uh, like I said, he said it himself, it's sort of last chance saloon. Yeah. So I think he's trying to make a good impression here and uh, crack on. I don't think Nick Powell's sober while we're here, do we? No. <laughs> no. He got us 10 goals, though. He got us 10, 12, didn't he? 10. 10. Gomez got the 12, didn't he? Yeah. So, uh, if, we, if we do get Manchester United Junior on war until the end of the season, his contract's up at the end of the campaign anyway, Everton, so he'd be a free agent. Um, he's 23 now, so by then he'll be 24, so uh, it wouldn't cost anybody any compensation either, so he'd just be a free agent. Uh, if we do well with him here, you know, it could end up being a permanent sign in this. That's all, you know. I'd, that's what I'd definitely be looking at bringing him in. If it, if that's all possible. Yes. So wait and see how it goes, really. Wait and see. Yeah. Over the full season, we've only seen a snippet of him. Yeah, yeah. He's had some issues, anti off the field issues. This is it. You don't know with the ladies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a young man. Another a young, a young man in a, in, in a in a big city. He was, weren't he? So he's, uh, with some some lovely ladies hanging around. I now mean, it's, it's to be expected, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Right, and uh, looking back to the Doncaster game then. Uh, Rob, go on, we'll start with you this time. What did you think of the Doncaster game? Uh, we never got going for me. I think there was spells, well, say spells, but I, you did see one or two things where you thought, yeah, we, we did more of that, we'd probably be doing all right. I think we didn't get the ball in, wide enough for me. Uh, we, we had no width. I, don't, I think Grigg was isolated again. Uh, I think he, he's, he needs someone up top with him for me. It's a, uh, a Davis type character. Like I saw uh, John Joe Gallagher's piece saying he'd, you know, he'd tie up some of the defenders where he can make the runs, and I think he's spot on. I think he's nailed that for me though. Yeah. I, I can't see him playing that, you know, one up top on his own that forward role and doing it well. I don't think he can, he can do that role. And I, to be honest, I don't really want to say this, but I thought that Kenny was terrible. I, I would have dragged him off at half time. It, it really poor. Moon Norton brings a little bit of experience to that back line, yeah, what he's not doing. I said that last week. For yeah. me, he would have been a nailed on starter last yeah. week, McNaughton. And I hope, we've not seen the teams yet. I'm hoping he's on that team sheet tonight. Some much needed experience. Um, you know, you know, bring a bit of. Uh, Sort of assertiveness to the performance, like we saw in, in the Berry game. Right. Just before we move on to Ray, just a little bit about Will Grigg. He's uh, been interviewed last season, last at MK Dons, and uh, towards the end of the season, and he attributed his uh, his goal-scoring feat down to the fact that they played him up, up front on his own, and that's how he likes to play. Oh, but really? MK Dons was set up differently than, yeah. than what were set a three up. Three-pronged attack. Look yeah. at the players at the side of him. That that Benikaforbe. Benikaforbe. Yeah. Yeah. And look at he, he He's a class player. Yeah. By all the counts. Right. Okay, Rob. Right. Yeah. Ray. He's, uh, I'll just reiterate Doncaster. what he said. Oh, Doncaster. Yeah. I thought they were better than Wigan. You th so I we were lucky to come out with a point. Yeah. I think the best pass of the match was Doncaster's by no shadow of a doubt. Where he diagonal ball straight across, put the I forget the striker through one on one. Williams. Yeah. yeah. And that five minute spell. Andy then, Williams won it. Our keeper kept. Come on, come my eyes off him. I'm too young to well, understand what he's talking about. His distribution's a bit 
all over the place, but it's saving. Oh, it's cracking, cracking save, yeah. Five minutes, spell. Just a little note on that. Ourselves out, just a little note on that. He was actually voted the vital Wigan uh, man of the match for the game, the goalkeeper, uh, Rich O'Donnell. And uh, I put it out on Twitter that he had been, and he sent a thank you yeah. to thank the fans. So a big thank oh. you to everybody thank from you. Rich O'Donnell for making him uh, yeah. man of the match. Yeah. Thank you, Rich. Yeah. Yeah. Just need to practice on his kicking. Just his kicking, <laughs> his distribution. <laughs> and we know he listens to this. Andy, you, you, you were sort of for the uh, Doncaster game, were you? Know? Oh, I heard it on the on the Latics player. Yeah. Um, it sound, didn't sound very good. Sounded pretty yeah. dull to listen to. I yeah. imagine to watch as well. well I, I, I agree with Ray. I think Doncaster actually shaded shaded it, and uh, if we should have had a penalty in the dying seconds, and if we'd have got it, I think they'd have felt you know really und- undone yeah. to. Yeah. It sounded like he reshuffled um, second half, and it didn't work. That's, that's, no, well, that's he, he took uh, Cisco Junior yeah. off. <laughs> okay. Well, so. that's it. It's it just like negativity, isn't it? Taking that. that that player is shining for us, and then all the all the fans. No wonder they get a bit frustrated. You should leave him on and go to first home game. Let's go for it. Let's well, see where the, we go. For the first ten minutes after he made those subs, Shaquille Coulter was actually doing quite well running at the defence. Yeah. But then after that, he completely dropped off and he lost his passing. And yeah. then he uh, looked a bit raw to me. Disagree, Shaq. And, and the Shaq. two and Shaq the two fullbacks. They're not wing backs. They don't want to go anywhere near that their flipping eighteen yard backs, do they? You know, you know when we're breaking, it just seemed to halt uh, at the halfway line. Well, uh, at Coventry, it was different, weren't was it? it? Yeah. Totally different. They were playing as two out tonight. Is it, is, is it because of the pressure of being a dog? I don't know. It, well, we played three or five. We want to look at it, Coventry, didn't we? We played four against Doncaster at the back, and he set us up slightly different, yeah. didn't he? So maybe he was the formation how we played. I think Doncaster sat back well, and that's one of the reasons why we struggled when they come here to just sit back and just. Not concede any goal. Well, yeah, they, they had a bank of five and a bank of four, didn't they? Yes. As soon as they lost possession, they were all behind the ball, and, and, and there was no. We haven't got that creative spark like yeah. we used to have with Maloney floating about. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, we're two leagues below that that level now, so it's, it's difficult to bring their players it's in. It's a case of finding those players. I'm pretty sure that they are there. It's just nurturing them and bringing the best out. Maybe we've got one or two in, in the squad. I mean, I like the looks of Jacobs, uh, but he's not. He's definitely not a Maloney player, but he is a good. He's, he's got back to skill and pace, and he's direct. I think Max Power's going to have a good season. He's, I thought he, he had his best game for us on Saturday, Sunday. I thought he played well. Should have won as a penalty. I don't know if that's the rest missed. That's yeah. a shocking decision, yeah. that. Absolute shocker. It is. Yeah, it was a penalty from all the angles. From where I was sat in the East, from the replay on YouTube, the guy next to me, though, sitting next to me, says, It's never a penalty, Rat. <laughs> so I just sat back down calmly. Yeah. Well, you know what that was, don't you? He was, uh, yeah, Paul Dickoff. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, so we're looking forward to this evening's game. We're going to uh, switch off now, and uh, there'll, uh, there'll be a quick or a brief um, match report at the end of the game, and there'll be a preview of Saturday's visit to Gillingham. The Gills. The Gills. Yeah, we're at the Gills. We're at the Priestfield Stadium. Ever been there, anyone? I've, I've been, uh, yes, years ago. Is it like going to the ends of the earth? Well, I'm not going again. Put it that way. <laughs> yeah, horrible. Yeah, or- horrible yeah. and miles and miles away. Yeah. It's only 15 quid to get in, though, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's oh, a decent price. It, yeah. It's the travel, though, and it kills you. That. Well, it is if you've lost coming by. Yeah. 
the last, I mean, just uh, the last time we played, I remember playing Gillingham was uh, in the playoffs. Oh. And I went down oh, to Wembley, yeah. and there was uh, Brian, my friend, who's no longer with us, he, he's sadly passed away. And we went down, and I used to have a look at Kia Pride, Ray, remember that? There were five blokes in this Kia Pride, and we parked up. Smaller than a mini. Smaller yeah. than a mini, it was, yeah. We, <laughs> we parked up at Gus at uh, Wembley, because Brian used to work for Gus, and it was right at the side of Wembley Stadium. And we got out, but we got out of the car, and we parked up, and it was where the Gillingham fans were. And there were thousands upon thousands upon thousands of them. But, did we have a treat? We walked, maybe walked, about 25 yards, and a girl just run past us, and she was a proper buxom lady, and she lifted her Gillingham top up, and she'd no brassiere on, and she's the biggest pair of jugs I've seen oh, in yes, right. and it was fantastic, and she went wisdom round, like, doing a party trick with them, and that, that image is still in my mind today, <laughs> and I have always got a soft spot, or shall I say hard spot, for <laughs> Gillingham, well, so, the, the, my second team in this league is Gillingham. Have they got any places left on trial? I suggest, let's get down there on Saturday. See what transpires. That girl's 20 years old and I remember, Rob. Yes, all right. I've got loads of greys now, I don't. No, she was only, yeah, she was quite young in the, well, not quite young, I'll start again. She's probably about 20, 21. So she was, oh, she's past it now. Okay then, on that note, we'll uh, tickle off and uh, I'll catch you in a bit. Right, coming off uh, the game tonight, Atlantic's are 1 3 0. Uh, quite, a, quite a good, entertaining game. It was uh, 1 0 up after two and a half minutes through Will Grigg, who won a penalty, turning sharply in the box, getting brought down from behind. Definite pen, uh, tucked it away nicely. Uh, other goals, Jonathan Daniels at the far post reacted to a loose ball, slammed it home and uh, Craig Davis opened his account with a smart finish after being put through just as some wagger at the back of us had shouted, take him off, he's lost his legs, <laughs> he was clear and uh, planted the ball in the back of the net. Uh, Will Grigg should have been, could have been, uh, <laughs> The score of the Vatic's fourth, but the referee pulled him back for a foul on the centre back who went down quite easily. There was a bit of contact. Um, but all in all, very positive game, Ray. Very positive result, what do you think? Yeah, I think the oppos opposition was not up to much, but everyone, you take it, your chances, put yeah. them away, and that's what you've got to do. Yeah, yeah, well, they weren't up to much, but. You know, let's not look at that side of it tonight. Let's yeah, yeah. It's a fantastic confidence boost, isn't it? Yeah. Some lovely footballing patches. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Going up the left as well. Good stuff. Oh yeah, overlapping, and uh, I think his formation was a lot better. Two up front, well, it seems two up front. A lot more direct. Yeah. Yeah, that's two up front. Something you mentioned tonight. Yeah, as well, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah definitely. Yeah, I was surprised to see David start, uh, but I'm glad he did. Made a massive contribution, I thought. Yeah. I think at home games you've got to do that. You've got to go for it. Be more positive. Obviously, we were trying to work out his formation all through the game, but it was just diamond, was it anything? Diamond, like? diamond, <laughs> diamond, yeah. I don't know. We don't know, yeah. We don't know, but. Well, he had two up front, and he kept Junior on for longer than 55. He did, yeah, so Matthew went out the window <laughs> about the fact that uh, he could only play 55 minutes due to his long. Long deal. Yeah. <laughs> what do I know? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Uh, the referee can come back again. Not that he had a good game, but 
yeah. he gave us a penalty and we won. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have a bad game though, did he? No, the ref. it was alright. Yeah, it was a bit, I thought it was a bit softy softy me, Scunthorpe. Yeah, I thought so, I thought that was it. I thought they were a bit toothless. It's a bit toothless, yeah. Yeah. Paddy Madden, disappointed with him, uh, yeah. Come with a bit of a reputation, scored three goals already this season, didn't, yeah, didn't, didn't do anything. Yeah, didn't really. No. No. Yeah. McKenna thought had a very good game. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. He had a bit of freedom tonight to get forward, yeah, didn't he? he did. I was well impressed with that Daniels. Is it Daniels or Daniel? Yeah, Jonathan Daniels. Yeah. He's a big, strong lad. Yeah. So yeah, commanding in the other one, said one. Yeah. Won everything. Won everything. Yeah. Enjoyed. Enjoyed. Anyway, so three points, first win of the season, two home games in the league, two clean sheets. Can't argue with that. Nope. Up nope. to seventh in the table. No, is it eleventh? Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're up there, onwards and upwards, and uh, roll on Saturday. Roll on Saturday. <laughs> Lassie's travelled down to Kent on Saturday to face Justin Edinburgh's Gillingham at the Priestfield Stadium. The Gills are currently second in the table with seven points from three games. They've already beaten Sheffield United 4-0 on the opening day. Uh, they've drawn away at Port Vale and they've won away at Bradford this week. Uh, they have Bradley Dack leading goal scoring chance on three goals and Luke Norris is on two. They've scored seven goals so far this season. Justin Edinburgh has his side set up in a 4-4-2 formation. Uh, they use a diamond shape in midfield and it's proved to be quite effective uh, not just this season but towards the end of last season as well as he was on the running um, it could be a tough game for the Latics undoubtedly uh, but coming off the back of a cracking uh, result and a superb performance against Scunthorpe uh, Gary Caldwell's men have got nothing to fear uh, big positives from from that game were Craig Davis linking up with Will Grigg and the midfield as well, playing some superb link-up football, uh, and also the the uh, all team defending as a unit. Um, I can see us going down to Gillingham and getting at least a point. Hopefully, uh, we won't concede to make it three clean sheets on the trot. Uh, it's going to be 28 degrees and clear skies on Saturday down in Kent, so uh, the travelling fans should at least catch a tan if nothing else. So. Anyway, that's it. So good luck to the last six on Saturday, and it's a good night from us, and we'll see you all next week. Please tell us why you